Good afternoon, and welcome to the Eric Leo Shout Show. I'm your host, Eric, and today it's all about poetry. I love poetry. I have read poetry, I have written poetry, and my sister actually has written much, much, much poetry. And I'm going to recite a poem for you today. I'm just going to do one because it's a big one. It's one of my own compositions, and it's an epic poem. I'm going to dive right into it. This is my first time ever reading it for an audience. And here we go. Immortal Sea, written by Eric Carson, read by Eric Carson. Sails of snowy white, sea of sparkling gray, yearns a man to see the waves and feel the wind-tossed spray. Sailors scarred and mean reflect the darkened sea. Timbers groan and creak, predict the storm to be. Lives are lost on stormy nights when wind cuts at the throat. A war between the forces rage upon a wooden boat. Explorers brave the depths in search of fame and glory, but as the sand and rock appear, they'll tell another story. The lightning strikes a blow as mounds of waves appear to pull those valiants down from life they hold so dear. The ship is tossed upon it, a never-ceasing gale, the work a god has done, known only through a tale. Terrified to see that might, the sailors cowed in fear, all heart was lost in awe to the god of a thousand tear. But one was not bent down, his face was set in calm, laughing at those snapping teeth as a nip unto his palm. A giant of a man he was, a pillar strong and tall, prepared to wrestle death and end this tempest thrall. Begone, O wind and waves, against the howling sea. Leave us yet to land, beyond your onslaught free. Shrieking as a banshee now, wind as waves replied, Ye fools will die in sunder before this god defied. Walls of lashing foam appeared to drown them out. A stinging whip of wind increased the fury bout. The sailor barked his orders, Sailors, keep a barren. We'll beat this haunted storm. Only cowards go despairing. The icy waves appeared as fast as torrents flung, both men and ship a-flailing like myths so often sung. The sailors licked their wounds, defeated, sigh, and moan. A force that e'er prevails, the god with a back of stone. That was my epic poem. I wrote that when I was... Gosh, about, I was a teenager. I think I was about 16 or 17. Somewhere in there. Yeah, one of my favorite epics. Epic poems are great because, well, they're epic. (laughs) They're amazing because they tell a tale. They bring in the drama. They just, they're, uh, it's old, old tradition. Oral history has been, you know, from the Rance Age, the Bronze Age, you know, all the way back to uh, the ancient Celts. And their only written word was Ogum, which is where you carve into living wood a symbol or series of symbols, and it more conveys an idea. But all of their tradition was vocal. You know, they had bards that sang the history of their people. And that's what I love about epic poetry like that. It's just, it kind of takes you to a different world. And that's what I like about it. It's just like anything, you know, fantasy-wise. 
it's an amazing journey. You can you can be right in the middle of your own home, or out driving, or or at work. If you have one of those nine to fivers that we all hate, <laughs> which I've had plenty of nine to fivers, let me tell you. Epic poetry or fantasy things that can just take you somewhere else to another time, another place, and you can just enjoy it in your own mind. That's why I think podcasts and things like this are so amazing. You get to hear ideas. You get to step out of your own world. Because I'm talking to you from southeastern Texas. And you're wherever you are. But we're connecting over this one podcast. I think that's just awesome. So I'm sitting in my closet just doing my own thing. And you get to listen. So let me know what you think about that poem. And now I will be reading an original by my sister, Lacey Nasby. Untitled. Shadows walking alongside me, lurking in the distance, an overwhelming reeling of unsettled emotions, a presence unknown, but a feeling I know. Continuing on as I look behind me, its powerful grip holds me tighter and tighter. The knot in my stomach grows. Am I dreaming? Or is this real? I'm battling fantasy and reality. Okay, that is one of many of my sister's poems. She has a lot, and I'm not going to read all of them. I will scatter this and that throughout and uh, just be reading different stuff. And I tell you what, I love, I've been reading poetry since I was, you know, a little kid. And, uh, you know, Robert Frost was always one of my favorites because, you know, he wrote different poems about, you know, different walks of life, things that he'd been through, and... One of his most famous is where two paths diverge in a wood. And the path that you took that was less traveled by, that has made all the difference. I love that stuff. There's so many forms you can do it in. It's just an expression for the soul, is my personal opinion. This is also like some quotes. I love quotes. One of mine is uh, a choice of weapons. Sticks and stones are hard on bones, aimed with angry art. Words can sting like anything, but silence breaks the heart. And I found this interesting. I didn't think about this, but both the Bible and a Japanese proverb say this. Fall seven times, stand up eight. Which is very true. You have to keep standing up. You have to keep going in your life. But this is one of my favorites right here. The true art of conversation is not always saying the correct thing at the right moment, but leaving unsaid the inappropriate thing at the tempting moment. And that's, oh, I love that. Sometimes you just have to not say what you want to say. Yeah, we've all been there. We've all put our foot directly in our mouth. Oops. I accidentally ended a beautiful relationship. And she was the one, whew, oh, she was the one that got away. Whew. And guys, girls, we all know that there's that one that got away. And that's what I love about poetry as well. Poetry can be heartbreak, it can be heartache, it can be just so hard to bear sometimes. And some of the best poems reflect that. Romeo and Juliet by Shakespeare is one big tragic romance poem. It's just, if you look at it, uh, it's so tragic, it's beautiful. And that's why it has stood the test of time. It has, oh, now I have to go and watch Romeo and Juliet again. <laughs> All right. Well, this concludes my podcast for today. 
on poetry. Love the poetry. You have a wonderful, wonderful day, and I will see you again. This is the Eric Leo Shout Show. Have a wonderful day.